Welcome to Smart Branding, a podcast dedicated to branding, naming, and domain names. I'm Tatiana Bono, and with my guests, we try to help you create and grow strong, memorable, and meaningful brands online. I believe time is one of our most precious assets, and so I want to thank you in advance if you decide to spend the next 30 minutes with us. I promise to do my best to make those worth it. Let's go. So today my guest is Donna Serdula. She is a specialist in LinkedIn branding and optimization with a decade of experience helping professionals unlock their full potential on the platform. Uh, Hello, and thank you for making the time, Donna. Wonderful to have you with us. Oh, my pleasure, Tadiana. Thank you so much for having me. Let's start with my classic first question. Give me a bit of a background. Like, how did you get into what you do? It's a very particular, uh, very particular thing. So, yeah, talk yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and 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 I started, you know, 2009, and that oh. was well before LinkedIn was really a household name as it is today. Um, but I was in sales and marketing for years, and I had, um, I was in a a very high pressured sales environment. And it was during that time that, you know, I was doing a lot of networking, a lot of just, just cold calling. And, and I realized how much, uh, you know, the LinkedIn profile played a role in all of this. And this was, this was early, early, um, but I recognize that people want to know who they're doing business with. They, they want to know who you are. They want more insight. And, uh, you know, oftentimes people were Googling to find mm. out more. And, you know, the only pertinent result then, and as well as even today, you know, is that LinkedIn profile. And it is so robust. And, mm. and back, back in the day, it was always, oh, it's just your resume. But it's so much <laughs> more. And that was really, for me, that's, that's when I realized that was like my epiphany. It's hard to write about yourself. You know, it's really hard to tell your story, to know your value, to see your strengths. And you need someone to turn to, someone who can, you know, pull this out of you, but then put it out there in a manner that's, you know, authentic and real. And mm-hmm. so that's why I started my company. And here we are, <laughs> 8,000 profiles later. Wow. Very cool. And absolutely agree with you that it's so important. Like I, I do that all the time and, and um, I can see who's viewed my profile. So I can see people do that with me all the time. I, I talk to, I deal with premium domain names. So I talk to people like, you know, every day that are uh, inquiring about a particular name or they have some naming needs and we look at each other's profile all the time like you say (laughs) and it's another thing that's funny is my son the eldest just turned 18 and um he just got accepted to university and the couple of months ago I was like oh 18 okay like I'm starting to think you know he's gonna have to like start presenting himself in a more professional way start thinking about you know future jobs and whatever so I was like have you had have you created your LinkedIn profile? <laughs> it's like, yeah, mom, I've done that. It's like, oh, okay, well, one of those connected to me. <laughs> so the question becomes, though, it's not, do you have a LinkedIn profile, but do you have a good, good one? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, oriented one. Absolutely, and and the funny, well, it's probably not funny, but um, like you say, it, it's so important, and we don't even think about it. Like we don't verbalize it and I think rarely we think unless you're out of a job and you look for one and then you probably 
um, I'm going to ask you a question on that, but yeah, then you probably start throwing stuff into it to, you know, fit that particular job that you want now. But we don't think about it much. And I've had times where I would look somebody up that, you know, I'm preparing a conversation with them and they would be just like, well, nothing or just a name or not even a picture or you see that there's been no activity for years and you're like, is that person even real? <laughs> you know, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> or, or are they even relevant? Right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, so yeah, on that, tell me like, what would you say are the biggest mistakes people make when it comes to their LinkedIn profile? I think you probably have a long list. <laughs> I have a long list. <laughs> I think I think one of them is is really understanding why you're on LinkedIn and what you're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. but also thinking in terms of your target audience and what do they need to know about you and what do you want to present to them, right? It's mm-hmm. it's really about being very strategic and and recognizing that you know sometimes you know sometimes people are on LinkedIn for a job, but sometimes they're on it for for sales for prospecting. You know, mm-hmm. others are, are are on it because you know they know that people are looking at them and they want to really make sure that they're representing the right image. You know, so it's reputation management, it's branding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and some are doing it more for expertise. You know, to really showcase this is this is what I know and this is why you know this is my credibility. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it could be a whole bunch of different reasons, but if you get those those goals confused, that's Mm. when you're going to have issues because that's when your target, you could alienate your target audience, right? So if you're doing it for, for sales, but you're really writing to a recruiter Mm. (laughs) and showcasing yourself like a job seeker, why would anyone want to work with you? It's clear Mm. that you're going to be jumping shortly. Right. Mm. And, and, and vice versa. Right. Um, who 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 wants to work with you and hire you if you're if you're just selling and selling and selling? So mm. it's it's really important to make sure that your goals are aligned with your narrative. Mm. And I mean, when would you say should someone reach out to someone like you for for your services? Like, how what's a good timing? For example, like if they're looking for some sort of a change or if they've just created their profile, like in my son's case, or uh, yeah. When is a good time? You know, I will, I will, I will, I will tell you this, Tatiana, typically when people reach out to me, something cataclysmic has happened. It has gone wrong already. Yes. Yes. Something something has happened. Um, What, and, and typically they've been handed that cardboard box, right? So they've mm. been laid off or they've missed a promotion or um, a press release is going out mm. or they've lost a huge client mm. or they're looking for investors or <laughs> so, so typically something has happened and suddenly that person is saying to themselves, Ooh, people are looking at me on LinkedIn I need to use this as a tool and I'm not presenting myself well. So, Mm. so typically something like that has happened, which is fine. Right. But I love it when people want to dig their well before they're thirsty. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, So for me, it's, it's, I love it when a person says I'm happy 
where I am. I've got everything is right, but let's make sure I look good because Mm. I want to make sure that I'm going to be on top of it when something may happen or I'm on top of it. So nothing happens. Mm. And also, I think it's um, it really I'm going to make an analogy here with with my line of work. So with premium domain names and exactly as you were saying that I had like flashing lights in my head where I have the same thing. Like most of the time, more than 90 percent of the cases, people come when they have a problem already, when they feel like, you know, there's an issue, they're losing clients, they're missing emails, they have security issues, something, something. And and now they're looking for the best domain name for their brand. And, and like I say, it's okay, you know, you, you, you try and you can help, but ideally it should be managed before. And exactly like you mentioned, in a way, it's a personal, not in a way, but it's a personal brand. So ideally you should be building it and managing it before that. Yeah. And also, like you say, when somebody feels like everything is okay, but let's look at that LinkedIn profile or in my case, you know, I feel like it's okay, but let's look at that domain name or my domain name strategy. How can it be better? You may realize and most likely will realize that you're actually missing out on opportunities that you don't even know are there because your profile is not optimized. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's strange, you know, but you're absolutely right. And, you know, I, I, what I love, I mean, I love helping people period. I mean, every time the, the phone rings and I get to talk to someone about, you know, their, their view, their vision, their goals, where they want to go, um, you know, helping them understand their value, their story. I mean, I just, I love it. It, it really fuels me. But I, I really, I also love it when a person calls me and says, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm challenged. I love what I'm doing. I'm, you know, I, I but I want to be, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm representing myself and we're, and aligning myself with my vision now, because a lot of times people find that they're stuck or they're pigeonholed and they, and they, they don't know why they, you know, they come up with, mm. with excuses, like maybe it's, you know, this type of discrimination, or maybe they just don't mm. like me, or maybe these people are mean, <laughs> you know? but the truth <laughs> of the matter is more often than not, you've been branded You've branded yourself so perfectly for where you are that no mm. one can see you outside mm. of that. And mm. if you do want to advance in your career, if you want to continue to grow and you want to be offered new opportunities, you can't you can't brand yourself perfectly for where you are. You've got to always keep expanding that and aligning it to, to new opportunities and, and, and a future vision of yourself because that's mm. what's going to propel you forward and it's not going to anchor you to where you are right now. I love that. Yeah, preparing yourself for the future vision where you want mm. to be. And that's, yeah, again, it really applies to, to what I do as well. Yeah. I love when I can draw those parallels, but it's very much that. And I think it applies to branding in general. And that's why I, I can see so many connections there with what I do, uh, where, you know, I would have a, company or an entrepreneur who's launched a company talking about we're small we're not ready yet we just launched we're testing things but we want to be x in you know five years or ten years and and you have to have that because otherwise you i mean how how can you get to that if you don't see that then that path and you don't put those bricks you know to get to there Mm -hmm. 
It's hard, but it is hard, you know, and I, and I think that's why, you know, people do need to turn to someone like yourself, you know, someone Mm. like me where, you know, I find that in today's age, you know, we start to have those deep thoughts, you know, where have I been? Where am I going? What do I love? What do I hate? You know, what, what really fuels my soul? And we start to have these deep thoughts and, we turn on the TV or we look in our smartphone <laughs> because it puts us into an awkward state, right? Mm. And and you do anything to get back to where you're where you feel comfortable. And mm. and and in some ways you do need that person to kind of yeah. direct you and lead you and 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 make you feel comfortable as you're in this moment of flux. Mm. Absolutely. How does it differ when you are dealing with like your brand, you know, your personal brand effectively on LinkedIn and when we talk about companies? Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing that I've, I've loved watching is how companies are now looking at their employee brand in a mm. different manner than ever before. You know, when I mm. first started the company, I was shocked at how many executives flocked to our service. Like I really thought it was going to be um, like small business owners and sales professionals. Like that's who I thought my target audience was. But mm. instead, these executives were coming and they they recognized the importance of brand and story and and really, you know, crafting and 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 cultivating that persona. They mm. recognized it almost innately. And so of course they they came. Uh, for help with LinkedIn and their profile and their story. Um, but I would say, all right, we, we've made you look good. Now let's look mm. at your executive team. Let's look at your employees. Mm. Let's make sure they look good. And back then the thought was, oh, I want them to look terrible. On LinkedIn <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want them poached. <laughs> and and that was, it was really hard because I, I would try to say to them, look, you might be turning off recruiters, but you're turning off prospects and partnerships and investors <laughs> and clients. Like you don't recognize everyone who's looking at these people because mm. they are representative and they are ambassadors to your brand. So you can't just ignore that. And, and so I, I, I have to say it was probably for me, the turning point was like 2016 when Microsoft mm purchased LinkedIn, that really began to legitimize the whole concept of, of, of branding on LinkedIn and people started to see the bigger picture. And so now I'm finding that companies are coming and saying, you know, we want to lift our employees. We want to Mm. empower them to have their own brand and Mm. we want to spotlight it, but we also would love to make sure that it is woven and and incorporate it into the company brand as well. Mm. And, and by doing that and doing it in a really strategic way where it's not, hey, copy and paste a resume and yes, get poached, but let's really tell your story. You know, it's 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 empowering their employees and good things are happening and it's affecting mm. the employee as well as the company in a very, very positive, fruitful way. Mm, absolutely. And yeah, definitely. I mean, over time, I think that has not only on LinkedIn, but uh, obviously that flows into that as well. How like it's almost feels like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, maybe 
people would rarely even connect the employees to the company. Like the brand was there and, you know, everything mm. else was uh, over there. And, and now it's, it, it's, we have all become so much more demanding and everything is so much more accessible and transparent. Yeah. Um, I think it's really actually almost like you can spend millions on building that wonderful brand and story. And then if people look at the employees and that doesn't match, it's just like the whole thing falls to pieces. It does. And, and it's so easy to now, right? You know, at one time, you're right. You you couldn't easily see who worked at this organization. But with LinkedIn, you I mean, you go to the company page, you click on the people tab mm. and you've got the list. Not mm. only do you see the, the current employees, you can see the past employees. Mm. And, and not only that, but I mean, you can even drill in even deeper and go straight to their profile, see who they know, where they've worked. Mm. It's, it's amazing. The, Mm. the, the research a person can do and, and people have changed, right? Like Mm. at one time, you know, companies were like, well, job seeker, you better look good for us. We're looking at you. You better look Mm. good. If you want us to even consider hiring you, well, the Mm. tables have changed. Right now, these job seekers, they've grown up with the Internet and smartphones Mm. like they've been steeped in this from such an early age. They're now looking back and going, "Okay, you want you want to hire me? (laughs) You better Mm. look good. (laughs) What? Why Mm. should I work for you? Who am I working near? I mean, what does that team look like? Are they going to be challenging? Is this Mm. fulfilling work? Am I doing good for the world? Mm, like absolutely. it's the, the the tables have drastically changed yeah yeah definitely um, and that's like everywhere again i'm bringing up my kids into the <laughs> into the story but I'm, I'm looking at the way they they look at everything it's so much more critical than we did i feel old now. <laughs> but yeah, yeah but with the access to information and with the maybe it's also that the fact that everything is so digitalized now, it's so much cheaper and easier to travel that people, like every potential employee effectively, doesn't feel limited to any particular country or industry. Even It's so easy to switch um, even across industries, let alone, you know, in the same industry and the hierarchy and everything. So like you say, that it's it has switched to, you know, you have to really present yourself not just present yourself, you have to be a good company to work with yeah. and make sure that's really out there and visible so that, you know, you can even, you know, you don't have employees, you don't really have a company. Yeah. You know, and, and I think in, in some ways, the tenure that employees are spending at companies has, has really shrunk. Right. Oh, it's yeah. Not, Absolutely. It's not that 30 year tenure and the gold watch at the end, mm. you know, uh, People are 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 staying shorter, and and you know they're they're I don't want to say they're bouncing around, but you know there there's there's value to that too. You know hmm. it's 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 knowing that you have these skill sets and this knowledge, and and to be able to say you know I've worked at all of these different organizations, I can take the best of all of these different worlds and hmm. bring that to you, hmm. and that's I think that's very very exciting. Mm, definitely it reminds me it's a funny thing but the because i'm in france and there's that you know that you have that 
reputation of the French, like even like when they're in a couple or they're married, they're still like looking around. And and we've had like at the beginning of our relationship the socks with with my husband, and he told me something which I actually love, and it's an indicative of French culture, but I think it's very applicable to this situation with you know brands. Uh, and companies and employees where he was like, well, if if you're looking around all the time, in a way you're always choosing that person that you're still with. So mm-hmm. in a way it was like, it's a compliment. I'm not just with you because I was with you yeah. five years ago. It's like, I'm with you because I chose you today just like I did the first day because I'm looking around and, you know, I don't see anyone better. So in a way with the companies, I think with the ease of which people can switch positions and places and countries, it's an ongoing thing to work on both ways of that relationship to be the best for each other over time. Yeah, and it's saying, I I don't want to take you for granted and I don't want you to take me for granted. Exactly. And I think that- Let's continue to earn this. Yeah, and I, I love that. I love that logic, which, you know, yeah, it's a- it's, it's very French in nature, but I, I do love it because, yeah, it, it doesn't take things for granted. In, and especially nowadays, like we said, it's all so easy to see through things. So you really, you really have to like be authentic yeah. and keep, keep doing that every day. But isn't there also that, that feeling of you want to work with people who are, who are empowered and they know their worth, mm. know their value, they know what they bring to the table. Absolutely. I mean, that, is very that that empowerment is attractive you know you mm. don't want to work with someone who's like all right i can be everyone anything for anybody and mm. you know, please Absolutely. please please pick me you know yeah like <laughs> let me say i'm always going to be here you know <laughs> <little> doggy. <laughs> <laughs> and that that to me also feels kind of like a french you know like when you think of a french woman like she carries herself with that confidence and that mm. you know and i i i can even you know, taking what you had said, I can apply that to this idea as well. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And the the, the thing is, it um, you you see, and I think you you probably can apply that to LinkedIn profiles. Hold on a minute, I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. <laughs> but uh, no, you you can see you have people who are naturally beautiful, like this jeans or in plastic surgery, <laughs> you know, but you, you have that, but let's, let's stick to, you know, natural, you, you're just beautiful. And, but if you don't have that, like I said, that character, that confidence that, you know, I know what I'm doing, I know what I want, it just falls apart. Yeah. It, it just doesn't work. And it's a similar thing, I guess you can tell, you can, in a way, that's what branding is about. It's, yeah. you know, it's one thing, what you have and another thing, what you do with it. And third thing, how you present that to the world. Yeah. And I, I think it is, it's, it's being very strategic upfront to say, mm. you know, who is my target audience? What are my keywords? What, you know, what does my target audience need to know about me? How do I want to present myself? And, and then you can tell a story mm. and, and even a robust one at that. But because it's been so well thought out and it's it's truly targeted and positioned, it comes across authentic and natural mm. and it it feels right. Whereas if you just explode <laughs> and you throw everything in it, then you come across as desperate or mm. uh, disjointed or or frayed or fractured, right? Mm. Yeah. 
How do you feel? We actually just touched on some things that have changed over time on, on how you people present and companies present and should present themselves on LinkedIn. Um, and you've been doing that, you, you said, since like 2009. So yeah. how do you feel have things, other things that have changed that you feel are worth mentioning? It, one of the things that I love about you know, that's recently, I mean, I hate to say recent, but in a way it has been rather recent with LinkedIn is, is it's now not just the profile, you know, Mm. for a long time, you could be very passive on the LinkedIn Mm. platform. You could have a strong profile and you just leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. Just leave it there. You turn up and search and life was good. And believe me that there (laughs) was nice, but I, I do like the idea now that there's a lot more to do with content and actual mm. networking, right? You know, because networking is is relating to people. It's 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 that back and forth. It's it's making those connections. It's it's that engagement, and and we're now seeing that we see that every day on the LinkedIn feed. And mm. so, yes, you have that strong profile, but now it's your turn. It's, you can mm. go in, you can post, you can educate, you can add value, you can tell stories, you can ask for advice, you can give advice, you can mentor, and then you can jump into the comments of, of your network and, and engage and converse as well. Mm. And, and I love that. I love that it's now really, truly networking. Mm. Is there some kind of a like I don't know magic perfect way to do that in terms of like engagement and posting and and commenting how does that work I I think for most people you know when they think of LinkedIn and they think of oh my goodness now I suddenly need to get active Mm. there's this like paralysis that sets (laughs) in (laughs) and and Really, I think the very first thing a person, if they're going to start to get active, they're going to get loud on LinkedIn. The very first step is really to remain quiet and just scroll through the feed and just, you know, just just start reading it, scrolling through it, getting familiar with it. Then once you're familiar, still not posting. It's now engaging with what's already there. So it's conversing, mm. it's, it's commenting, it's spending a lot of time just in the comments and, and getting that, you know, that engagement going. Once you're good there, that's then, <laughs> that's when mm. you start to post. And, you know, I, I it's not like the other networks out there. You don't have to do it every day. Yes, it's great if you can. I mean, don't get me mm. wrong. If you can do it, do it every day. But I think for a lot of people, if you could do it three times a week, if you could do it twice a week, you can do it once a week. If you can do it once every two weeks, it's fine. Mm. Just make sure that you're posting with some type of a consistency and some type of a frequency um, mm. and, and decide what makes sense for you. It's not the quantity, it's the quality. Mm. And the real quality, the real measure of quality is, does it attract engagement? So when you do post, make sure you're asking questions. Make sure you've 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 created something that gets people, gives them a chance to respond. And mm. then if you can have those conversations in the comments, you're you're forging relationships. You're you are essentially networking at that point. Mm. 
I noticed a thing which I hate actually in any network, but I feel like it wasn't much the case with LinkedIn and now it's becoming a thing where you have, I'm trying to put a word on it, but it's fake basically. It's um, it's those posts that one don't feel authentic authentic at all. It's like, like they follow a format, probably has to do something with ChatGPT as well, but mm-hmm. they, they follow a certain format and they're very, like there's a lot of fluff, but actually like you get to the end of it and you're like, what did I just read? Like what's what's the, when, and, and I feel it's like when people are trying to actually sell or promote something, but they're trying to make it feel like they're not. And yeah. I don't know if it's just me that's like getting allergic to that, but like what are your thoughts on that and how, why do people do it? <laughs> and I know, I know. <laughs> and and if you if you look at LinkedIn, I think I I feel I feel like the man behind the the curtain <laughs> on LinkedIn <laughs> dialing in the algorithm. Like you can almost sense these these waves and ebbs and flows of the algorithm mm. because there was that time when there were those like really cringy broetry type of posts. And then suddenly uh, that kind of dialed back. And then you got these um, people who are heroes who are giving money and aren't I good? Let me pat myself on the back. And then that seemed to go away. And then you get the the crying CEO and there's people crying on LinkedIn. And you're like, <laughs> oh my God, is it worth it? <laughs> are any views worth that? <laughs> but that then that then got dialed back and now we're getting you know a different so they so there there is an algorithm but ultimately what i find is you can train the algorithm linkedin wants that feed to be sticky what that means is they don't want you leaving they want you to stay there and they want you to scroll through they want that feed to be the people you know talking about the things you care about Hmm. And so if you can almost just say, look, let me let, let me just focus in on my network, my target audience, and let me authentically, organically, very naturally talk about the things that I care about, the things that my audience cares about. Let me try to be as helpful. Let me try hmm. to be as inspiring, as motivational as I can be. And if that's one post every two weeks, fabulous. I'm I'm not going to say anything bad about that. That's fabulous. But go in there with the with the desire to add value. Mm-hmm. And you will yeah. do fine. You will do better than fine. Will you be getting a hundred thousand likes? No, you weren't crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Well, that's, that's okay a, because that's another thing, yeah, but I, I, I'm actually not a huge fan of the you know, people get like crazy about, oh, the likes, the shares, and, oh my God. And it's like, what did that actually translate into? Mm-hmm. You know, no, what did, how, what, was there any conversion? Yes, you've got, yeah. you've got a lot of eyeballs, but what was the conversion? And and ultimately, I do think it's, this is not a wham, bam, you know, like fast type of thing. This is a long-term strategy for relationships, for your reputation. And it builds, it builds and develops mm. over time. Mm. On that, like uh, last question, um, I think it's going to be the next question, but because l- like you just said, it, it is a strategy and it does go over time. And also people 
change in, I would imagine if, if you really could it as a personal brand, which it is, that can change over time as well. You know, you yeah, change it should. what you it do should, and what right? you, yeah, yeah. So how does that work with you? Like, how does the process look like? If somebody contacts you, how long does it take? What's, what does it look like? Yeah, so, so when, I mean, people come to us for a profile. People come to us for a profile and a resume. Some people come to us for a profile and ghost blogging and and LinkedIn strategy. So it it really depends upon what they're what they're coming to us for. Um, but but ultimately, we're creating a profile. We're creating a career brand for them right now that aligns to their current vision, mm-hmm. their current career vision or goals, and and. I do want that to change. I hope that changes because that means that they're expanding and growing and developing Mm. as a professional, as an executive. And so when they are ready and everyone knows when they're ready, you know, it's sometimes it's three months, sometimes it's six months, sometimes it's a year for some people it might be five years. I hate when it's five Mm. years, but they come back, (laughs) they come back. And we have, we have services for our returning clients and, and, you know, having been doing this since 2009, I, I love, I love being embedded in people's careers and, and Mm. being there for them and watching them, you know, grow and develop and pivot and leapfrog in their career. And, and we're there to help them tell that story along the way. That's a lovely way to end that. I love that. Great. Well, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll include the links to where people can find you um, with the interview. And yeah, it's been lovely. Great. Thank you so much, Tatiana. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Smart Branding Podcast. Feel free to visit smartbranding.com for more information and reach out if you have any suggestions, questions, ideas, or just want to learn more about how a good domain name strategy can help you build a strong and successful brand. See you next time.